The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in, but nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you and encourage you even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website you can find our email address uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover what you'd want to hear more of or just any comments that you want to share with us so thanks once again for joining us enjoy Hi everyone and welcome to the I Am Independent podcast. We have got a real treat for you today. A question we get asked a lot is about furthering your career. Obviously as independent artists we all want to do the best we can. It's a long, hard, often lonely uh, road. So when we find genuine help that really works in independent artists' favour then we really want to shout about it. And I personally have had amazing experience working with label services and one of my favourite people there we're talking uh, to today. She's got loads of knowledge and a bit of inside info for you on label services her name is Hannah Selnica and she's from the Orchard welcome to the podcast thank you so much for having me super excited to be here so Hannah there's obviously loads that I've got to know you over the last what is it year and a half that we've been working together or is it a bit more than that now um no I feel like it's a year and a half yes yeah a year and a half um work with me and my artist Governor B um, and it's just been a really, really positive experience. I think every time I've had to work with uh, anyone to do with my artist, it is like inviting somebody into your family. Um, and when you've been doing it as an independent artist for so long by yourself, then you're really cautious about who you let into that space. And of course, most artists, not just independent artists, but have horror stories of where that's gone wrong or where they've been taken advantage of. But it's genuinely been a, a great experience and more and more people are asking about label services. But before, before we get into um, what your job's about, just tell us a bit about you, Hannah. Um, you're from Australia. So tell us a bit about how you came to be here, but also your your journey into the job that you do now. Yeah, of course. So... I, as you said, I'm Australian. Um, when I finished school, I went to university and I studied public relations and musicology. Uh, I always had a passion for music. I am not a performer though. And <laughs> even though <laughs> I try and sing, I'm often told to shut up, um, <laughs> especially by my team. But basically the final year of uni, uh, one of the course requirements we had to have an internship to finish the degree and I was looking online and I just happened to come across an internship at a music and a PR agency and they took care of acts such as Lord and Flume and an Australian festival called Laneway Festival and that's where I kind of got my start um, interning for about a year and I think that it was during that period I was working on site at, uh, at the festival 
and I was approached by a woman at who worked at an independent music company in Australia, uh, which is called Inertia, and she was the head of promotion at the time, and she said, hey, would you be interested in an internship at Inertia with us? And I thought, okay, well, I'd love to see more of the, the label and distribution side of things. Uh, and they were independent as well. And so I was an intern there and I got ended up being promoted to an executive assistant actually for the directors. Um, and I, you know, learned a whole lot about business. That's a very impressive big promotion from intern to executive assistant. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think I just refuse, to be honest, I think I just refuse to leave. <laughs> it's like... It's just not going to happen. Um, and they were really lovely to me as well. And I, yeah, I just learned a whole, like a whole other side of things. And but I really did love PR, and I ended up again through the current role. I ended up meeting um, a woman who owned a PR company called Positive Feedback. Uh, and they had a whole range of artists. Um, I think some of their current ones are Tame Impala. Um, and I know when I was there, I worked uh, R.L. Grime and a lot of US ADM acts um, and a lot of Australian artists as well. And I became a junior publicist there. And then I kind of worked my way up and became a senior publicist. And then I was looking to gain more experience, I guess, in another market, in another territory. And Australia offers, uh, Australia and the UK, both Commonwealth countries, so they offer a two-year working visa. And I decided that I just wanted to have new experience. I still want to stay in music. I want more of a challenge. Um, so I came here and I was lucky enough to get uh, an interview with The Orchard. And here I am in into, and I also wanted to explore marketing as well. I was previously a publicist. The two kind of lean into each other in terms of areas. Um, so it did make sense to go into marketing. Um, and I have been lucky enough to be at The Orchard for, I think it's been nearly, it's nearly two and a half years now. Yes. That was my very long-winded explanation of my background. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've done a lot. You've done a lot for so young. So just tell us a bit then about, um, perhaps tell us about what The Orchard is, what they do, what label services, and then maybe what your job is. Okay, yeah, sure. So The Orchard um, is a label and artist services solution for the independent community. Uh, and we are owned, a wholly owned subsidiary of Sony Music. Um, and, but with the, the differences, we both our own supply chain, uh, dedicated sales and distribution network and reporting systems for digital and physical clients. Um, we have 42 offices, offices around the world, but that is growing very fast. I think it's more than 42. So <laughs> I might've got that wrong. Um, and then the team that I work for within the orchard is artist services and basically I work with directly with artists and management to release their music um, and we give the tools to artists to achieve their desired goal so marketing their music promoting their music um, and generally just providing a label network without a traditional structured deal and what about your role what's um your role there and what does that entail 
<laughs> I'm, I'm a marketing manager within that team. So I focus on marketing artists and releases. I should say we work with artists. It all stages from development to establish acts. Um, and my job is connecting them with fans, again, promoting their music and whatever, just providing whatever they need, furthering, furthering careers. Awesome. And so tell us, like, if a if, um, uh, dummy's layman version, like, what is label services? Or how does it differ from being signed to a label? Does that help? Um, so label services differ from being signed to a label because the deal structures and terms are much different. And I guess the main, the main takeaway is an artist uh, retains their copyright and their master. So they retain the ownership of their music the deal terms are much shorter and you have everything built around you like you would for a normal label if you were signed on a, a normal label deal, but it is not kind of the, I don't want to say archaic, it's not, uh, it doesn't have to be traditional long-term deals. Right, so if you're signed to a label in the traditional sense, um, um, why would you necessarily... Why could why would the potential to earn more money be there? Are you saying that you could earn more money if you sign traditionally, or you earn more money if you've got label services because you retain your master and everything? You retain your master, yes. So you could, yeah. But every but I would like to say every deal is different. So I don't I don't want to give anyone that's the promise. But that is one of the um, the that's what attracts people to. A label service, a label Yeah, service. because the benefit there is that there is more opportunity, isn't there? Because you do own your master and it belongs to you, there's there's like a little bit more of an income stream there um, flowing back to you as an artist. Whereas if you do have a traditional deal, um, a lot of that is 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 sort of taken away. That income stream is like, it's, it's just smaller. So like you're, you have to find income streams outside of that, your your label, your, your music that is being... Um, and put out via the label, right? Exactly, exactly. And even more to that as well, that label services give an artist and their team more creative control. You call the shots. Uh, we're here to help. And essentially, though, you have you have the ideas and how you how you want your music to be presented and how you want to get it to the world. And we just assist with that as well. There's no one telling you, well, this is what you should do. We, we advise, but we don't say, well, no, this is the be all and end all and you must do it our way. I think as well, one of the things that I'd like to say um, from my perspective as a manager in why I'm such a fan of, of label services, because I've had the experience of working with artists who have been signed um, and then artists who have, completely independent um doing it literally DIY and then label services and my favorite is label services and for quite a few reasons um and what the main reason um would first be the the control and that the artist manages to keep the, obviously their master that's like the most precious thing the deals are really fair it feels like it's a much more of a partnership but the the thing that I've enjoyed the most with the orchard and to be honest I wasn't expecting because I had worked with label service and it'd been positive before but the bonus to me has been the element of team because I think with a um a major label you you get a team but you don't really have to say you, you kind of do but if they tell you can or can't do something that's it um and I think because I knew it was fairer 
that it would we'd still have some things to if you like to give on our side but to me you know even our, I think our first um, meeting with me and Gov and the team we got there and everybody was there Hannah had everyone around this big table and they were there just to introduce themselves to us and tell us what they did how can we help things like that make such a difference when an artist like Gov and like you've done Bianca and and all the artists I manage they're so hard working and they're so used to having to do everything themselves and it's just me and them doing this hustle and I genuinely felt with Hannah and our, our other teammate, Sam, not on the call, but shout out to Sam, um, that we basically um, had this really tight knit team who I felt felt as passionate about my artists as me. And that was something really new that really meant a lot to my artists, but also to me. And when we came for a, up to a problem, Sometimes when that's happened, when I've worked with majors, suddenly if there's a problem, it's my problem. <laughs> if it's doing well, then then they'll take care of it. But uh, Hannah was so quick to uh, iron out any problems to step in. The other great things were the, the contacts. So when we were looking for a PR company, uh, Hannah and I literally went around and had coffee and interviewed people together. So you've got someone else, even for me as a manager, suddenly there's someone else that I could talk to. What did you think about them? Were they good? Um, Hannah had contacts I didn't have in terms of radio and TV. So you have access to all these things that you wouldn't otherwise have, but you still get to have a say. So for me as a manager, and certainly speaking for Gov, that was just a breath of um, fresh air for us. Um, is that what it's always like Hannah is that how you've always done things and and why um do you take that approach as a marketing manager I think I think that's how we we have always done things I think it's so important to make an artist and their team feel like they are important and their music is, is important and that there is passion surrounding them um, and they have a say as well because essentially it's it's their creativity it's their it's their life and um and as well, I think that providing a level of transparency for artists and managers and being open can just make the process so much easier. And when you're releasing music as well, it just makes it more, you know, if everyone works together, you're going to get the best results. Um, you know, you're going to, you want, you want everyone to bring something to the table, um, and that's how you're going to achieve what you want to achieve. And it's, collaboration is always so great. And I think if there's often maybe with label, traditional label um, um, deals or partnerships in that way, like the, the element of collaboration is not always there. And it's and as Loretta said, it's like, OK, I have this idea, but you said I just can't do that. And that's that. Whereas... Um, you know often when we collaborate we can come up with even better ideas so that's like that's a big part of the opportunity um with label service um deals and contracts right yeah yeah we we basically serve we're here to elevate whatever you know to take that idea to the next level to help find the right people to build out your team it is it like you said and collaboration is so important um otherwise it just you just don't get the results yeah. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page. 
just search I am independent and you should find us and do follow us on social media on Instagram at we are independent artists and on Facebook under the same also on Facebook you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged you can find links to everything we do on our website www.iamindependent.co.uk what sorts of um you know what sorts of label um label services deals are out there i know there's some where an advance is provided um but some aren't and what's what sort of options um just so for an artist who they're, they're looking at um working with label services um what sort of options are available to them in general in a general sense so obviously there is there's a whole it depends on your needs and what and what you feel is going to work best for you um and that is sometimes that's deals structured that do, as you mentioned, have an advance. Uh, some do not have that. It's just uh, cost provided for marketing funds, um, a marketing drawdown fund. And then also there would be sometimes where the marketing drawdown fund wouldn't be included as well. And it's just a simple straight distribution deal where your music's being delivered to services Um it's all, again, it's when you have the conversation with a distributor or even a label, it would just be about understanding what you're going to require for the project and going from there. Um, I was just going to say, I think one of the, the questions and that, that artists wonder is how you, it's a little bit like a secret club in a way with with label service. More people know about it now, but they, they know about distributors and they know that, you know, even if you're literally releasing your first track in your bedroom, then you need that to get your music out there on, on you know, Apple and Spotify and all of that. And, and any, anyone can do that. And then there's, you know, kind of a, a level up where you can perhaps get some support and they might not be offering you an advance, but they might be able to offer you um, services with their connections and then there's a, an investment where it may be a, a marketing advance and the contacts and then you know sometimes an artist advance as well as a marketing advance um at what stage would a independent artist have access to those or would it be worth them um you know trying to have that conversation because i guess um i guess the question i'm asking is what are label services looking for in order to for an artist being in a position for them to offer those kind of top, uh, further up tiers of services? Yeah, I think that it is, um, I think it is having, being able to show that there, you have released prior, there's interest surrounding the music, but also that there, but separate to that as well, that there is a strong creative vision, um, you have a timeline, you have assets as well. You can... I mean, sometimes all it all it does take is an artist presenting their music. Of course, it would be more beneficial to have music released and say this is what I've achieved in the past. And but also, again, it differs so much, and it depends on the team around you. Like, I would say, I would say, if you are looking to have a deal um, before that, even and it's not essential, but we always mention, okay, well, do you have management on board? What else do you have in place before you're going to enter into something like a distribution deal? Do you have you done your research? Do you know exactly what you're looking for, what you need, 
Uh, do you know what we can provide? Uh, things like that. Yeah, so an artist, um, it's beneficial for an artist to not just think, oh, I really want to get my music out there so much more. I would love label services. You know, it, it, there, there has to be like that business element where you're actually one forward planning where you're trying to get to, where you're going and um, and have sort of a working knowledge um, of not just the making of the music um, and the putting it out, but actually the elements they take that is needed to um, uh, make that sort of, it's a product and to put that product out um, in a way that is good for your audience, but also good for the people that are a part of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, they, as we've discussed, there are so many different deals that you can do. You can you can easily upload your music and, and get it out to everyone. But if you are looking, you know, for financial assistance because you're trying to hire a PR or you're trying to hire a radio plugger or you need you need spend because you're trying to further your digital audience. Um, all those factors also need to be considered. So, and then you can take that. You can kind of take that to whoever you are going to or looking to sign with or help help label in terms of label services. One thing that you did say earlier, actually, that um, oh no, made, no 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 made me take note, which is actually an important point, <laughs> is that. Um, making sure that you you think about what's recoupable. So you could get quite, um, I want this and I want, you know, I want, it would be good to have money to pay for the radio plugger and um, for marketing and PR, but actually being realistic um, in some ways about what your product is going to do and how much you, um, it's going to sell and how much money you're going to get back from that because... That's just not like free money that anyone's giving you. Like it's it needs to be recouped. So it's, it it may behoove an artist to consider taking less up front, maybe initially. Um, I think yeah, there has to be there has to be an open and honest conversation. But also sometimes it does take you know to achieve what you want to achieve. There might be more costs involved, and we just have to yeah address that and just. That's why it's so important to have a plan and to understand what's going what's going to happen. Following, it's not just you know you sign a deal, you get some money, and like yay, it's like okay, well no, what happens now? Like what are we doing next? What are we what are we going to do to make make you a, a massive artist? Like that's that's what everyone's working towards. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think one of the things that was really helpful as well working with you, Hannah, is that you really did help us with the budgeting. So um, if, if a, an artist perhaps knows they want, um, they've got the fan base and they want to get their music out there, but sometimes artists don't know how to allocate that to, to make the most use of that. It was really helpful right at the beginning to have that budget that we mostly stuck to, I think, even in a pandemic. <laughs> um, but it was just things like that artists don't always have those skills or know that that's necessary putting money aside for for videos and for um for PR and all all the unexpected things and even things I never think of that you did like having a contingency (laughs) and things like that um so it really is so well organized I think the organization and having a team element really helped so with each 
release coming up, um, we got into more of a groove of what needed to be done. It's also what was really helpful for me was not having to remember everything myself um, or the artist, um, but to know, oh, we've got this coming up to be given deadline. We need this by then because otherwise artists literally have to do all of those roles. Um, I do think it's sometimes hard for an independent artist at first to let go of some of those things and to know that they can trust a team, especially if they've had difficult um, uh, experiences in the past. But for you, in terms of what you're looking for when you work with an artist and, and a team, what are the things that really help? Like what, what makes your job easier? What do you go, I love it when it's like that or when they're like that? I think, um, but in terms of, what we look, what I look for working with teams, um, basically just, you know, you and Gov, Loretta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you later. It's um, I it's really great working with artists and teams that have a clear that have a clear vision and also that want to put in the work as well. That understand that it comes from everyone um, who come to the table. With I know especially like in terms of say Gov as well like he'll when we can't when we go into a meeting um, or we have ideas both yourself and Gov are always like okay well this is what we were thinking like this is oh I would like to do this or I would like to do that I think yeah definitely um, having a clear a clear vision is one of the best things that I would be looking forward to be working with artists and management or even just artists as well. That's so cool. Um, so, um, what do you any six like real success stories in terms of um, um, artists who have really who have done really well with their careers through um, having label services deals? And um, often it is the traditional deals where you see an artist um, really able to break that sort of barrier into a mainstream. But I think about artists like um, um, Georgia Smith. And she, and I didn't know actually that she, it was, she had a label, she's had label services all this time, but just that she's been able to do that in that way. Um, um, any other people or just sort of success stories that you could maybe talk about um, in general terms? Yeah, of course. I think, like you said, Georgia is probably one of the biggest success stories, but also Skepta as well. Um, they have their own labels. They do everything themselves you know, we we step in for support and they're both worldwide names as well. I'm just trying to think of any other UK acts that I'm working with at the moment. Also Hertz, who released their album through us last year, traditionally um, major label deals prior and entered into an artist services slash label deal with The Orchard as well, um, releasing their album. Um, but yeah, it is... I think it's a great opportunity for all artists and it's great for independent artists to kind of see and understand the rosters that label services has as well because, like you said, you were, you didn't realise that Georgia was with label services prior. Yeah, mm. I didn't. I would have I would have put money on that she, you know, signed to a major and she had, like, that kind of um, machinery in that way and that, that her career was kind of sewn up in that in to that extent in that sort of contract so I was really surprised actually that um and pleasantly surprised that you know when you say that she has her own label is that she's she's been very much in control of the trajectory of her career and how 
and and how she's presented and how she's wants to go about it and she's been supported by the, you guys um to do that it's um it's, it's it's really cool to hear that and i think that's encouraging to an independent artist i think it's both encouraging and daunting in a way because to say that somebody has their own label, obviously she has a team, but obviously she's just not just making music and some everyone else is doing all this work. That she's a part of a lot of, a lot of the um, the the machinery and the workings of her career. And 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 I think for independent artists, it's important to understand that actually there's a lot more. We do understand there's a lot of work to do, but um, educating ourselves from a business perspective and um, what what does it actually take to move through the levels of your career to get to where you want to go to? Um, what does it look like to have your own label and then partner that with label services? I think there's there's um there's there's learning and education that's needed in order in order to do that and just the willingness to be a part of a lot more than just music creation. Yep, yep, definitely. I think as well, a lot of uh, artists can sometimes become deterred from label service or artist services because they don't think of it on a global level. Um, they don't feel like their music can reach different territories, uh, which is, which just isn't the case. As I mentioned before, The Orchard has offices all around the world. Um, sometimes people think that if they don't have that major label push, they can never become a global act. And that's, that's just not the case anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that's so good. Um, you've answered all of my questions at this point. I, Loretta, do you have any more? Not really. I think maybe just to finish, Hannah, is there anything that you just would, like as final words, would love independent artists to know? I mean, maybe it's even just what you, you just said, um, that they may not realise about label services or just maybe even if it's something that frustrates you when you see independent artists and you're just like, oh, I wish they knew this or I wish they would do this even to position themselves for label services to want to partner with them? I think, um, to be honest, actually, I think that it's, I, it sounds, oh, it sounds very stupid, but it's just don't, don't give up. Don't be, don't be put off because music is subjective and not everyone is going to like your music. Um, unfortunately, that's just the way it is, but don't stop trying to achieve what you want don't stop until you find a team that you feel are going to give you what you need I don't want any especially independent artists to settle because they don't think that they are going to get places that get the places they need or will not get enough money or anything like that keep pushing until you get what you want yeah that's really good um they did remind me of something else actually um when when an artist would want to approach a label service um company um what some of just best practice in terms of approach how should they approach um um maybe what sort of contents in their emails or stuff like that just so, just some quick tips on like best practice in that way yeah of course um so if you were looking to approach an email um is best it is completely fine to call but an email at this stage will be best in the body of the email include um obviously a link to the music, your socials, any, um, any other useful links that kind of might give a background. You know, it's not essential to have a bio, but a few lines of 
who you are and what your music is about. Um, and then also a brief overview or kind of like key dates that you're looking for when you want to release. And then kind of the other side can take it from there. So it doesn't have to be extremely long as well. It can be like short, simple, straight to the point. But yeah, I think obviously you'd be surprised the main, the main thing you need is the music. And sometimes people will give this great intro, intro and then wait to hear back before they send the music. So no. That's really good. That's, that is just some good tips there. Thank you so much. Thanks for talking <laughs> with us. And um, yeah, it's really good to be able to um, break down um, what label services is for our um, audience because um, I think it's really valuable information for them so thank you no that's okay thank you thank you so much for having me thank you <laughs> Hannah and don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful practical and inspirational resources sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk for more great content from i am independent find us on social media at we are independent artists Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.